You're listening to the gray area. Welcome to Parenthood. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Welcome to the first ever podcast episode of the gray area. So I am Adam and I'm here with my wife, Kate. Hello. And we are the Bolanders. So I guess we should probably give a little bit of background about ourselves to the listeners. Uh, We live in the beautiful city of Cedar Falls, Iowa, and we met, um, we were college sweethearts, actually. So we met at the University of Northern Iowa. And what was the dorm that we met in? Norrin Hall. Norrin Hall at the University of Northern Iowa. So it, it was a co-ed dorm. So no, I was not sneaking into the female dorms. Uh, it was a co-ed dorm. And if I recall correctly, it was my roommate in the dorms was interested in your roommate. Yeah. And he drugged me down the hall as his wingman and said, oh, there's this girl that, you know, I have to go talk to, and I need you to come with me. And so I went down there with him, nothing better to do, and walked in, and you took one look at me, and what was your thoughts the first time you saw me? I don't think I even noticed you, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I noticed you, but... I, re- I remember going in and you were doing homework or studying or doing something along those lines on your computer. And my roommate, his name was Josh, and he started talking to your roommate, Lauren. And they kind of shout out to Josh and Lauren. And they they just kind of had some small talk. And I stood there for a while and was wondering why you wouldn't talk to me. But that kind of led kind of led me to a little curiosity factor like hmm, why is this girl so mysterious and that kind of got us talking didn't it a little bit mostly because you wouldn't leave me alone once (laughs) you came in (laughs) i think i came back several more times but i was the guy in college that so i i played acoustic guitar i taught myself how to play guitar when i was in college and it worked because <laughs> you Jeff ended up with a wife, <laughs> ended up with a wife. And when we were in college, Justin Bieber was a big deal. He was the man of music when we were in college. That was before he started getting in trouble and, and kind of going downhill a little bit. He was the man. So when I started playing Justin Bieber songs, that was like, I mean, that sealed the deal. All I had to pick and choose which women, you know, I wanted to, to keep talking to because they were just flocking. You remember that? But I wasn't even one of them that <laughs> made the cut somehow. <laughs> but the, the Justin Bieber music really, really did it for me. But the point is, we met at you and I, we met in the dorms, and it was love at first sight, I would say, because we carried our relationship all the way through college because we met our sophomore year Mm -hmm. and then as soon as college ended um, i proposed to you at the homecoming tailgate and then we got married a year later in 2015 and it's been happily ever after since then and i think that at the end of the day 
you not noticing me when I came into your room in Norrin Hall basically made it all happen because that's that's what made me keep coming back. So it it worked out. Wouldn't you say I was probably the best pick? Definitely. And you and I is a special place for us even today just because of that. So we like to go back to you and I and go to basketball games and go on walks with the dog and the baby. Yeah. If you've never been to the University of Northern Iowa or Cedar Falls, you definitely got to come check it out. And I say that for two reasons. Number one, (laughs) because I'm a little biased because I live in Cedar Falls and we have a history with the University of Northern Iowa. But number two, I majored in business and I currently pursue a career with the city of Cedar Falls through the Tourism and Visitors Bureau. So I do all the sales and marketing through that bureau. So definitely come visit Cedar Falls when you have a chance. And that kind of leads us over to Kate's occupation. Uh, Kate is a first grade teacher. What made you want to get into teaching? I have always loved kids. So I went to you and I knowing that I wanted to go into education. And today I teach first graders at a Catholic school in Waterloo. How many times when you're at school, because there has to be times when you're at school that you run into a kid that has a name that you might have wanted to pick for your child and you immediately say, "Mm, on second thought, maybe we shouldn't have that name. Is that a real thing? Is that do you cross names off of the baby list as you have as you have students that you might not like as much? Well, I wouldn't put it that way, (laughs) but you definitely connect students with names that you like. So there are names on my list that I've had students named that same name and they can either make or break it. Cause I mean, if you have a kid that you say their name 50 times a day, you're probably going to not want that name anymore. So yeah, I'm really putting her on the hot seat here because <laughs> she gave me the eye when I asked the question, but it's a real thing. I hear that all the time that most women have a list of baby names and as they come across kids with that name and that kid seems to be a little unpleasant, they decide to cross that name off their baby list and then it narrows what you can name your own baby. Well, because you don't want to name your your kid something that you are going to think back about some other kid that in a negative way. So you want to make sure that you give them a name that's a positive one. So teachers, if you're a teacher, it's probably harder to pick a name out for your child than if you're not a teacher. Definitely. Because you you reflect back on all the students you've had and you don't want to cross names. Makes okay. sense. Well, let's let's do a little game, huh? All right. This is your game, so why don't you go ahead and explain it? Um, so to get to know us a little bit better. I thought that it would be fun for us each to pick three words that describe each other and then tell a little bit why, just so that you can get to know us a little bit better. And let me, let me interrupt here because Kate wrote her words down. So I wouldn't forget. I'm winging it. So let's see who comes out better. But But these are our true personalities. I'm a planner and I have to write things down and he's able to just wing it. (laughs) See what you got. Do you want to go like all of them or do you want to take turns? Go all of them. Give me a little bit more time to think. (laughs) Okay. So my first one for Adam is outgoing. He can walk into any room and just 
be friendly and funny to anyone around him. I don't have that talent, so that's definitely something that he has. Um, he's driven when he wants something. He's able to make it happen. Like this podcast, he really wanted to podcast, but I wasn't really into it. So he wrapped up these microphones for Christmas, and now we're podcasting. <laughs> that, that is how you give a Christmas gift. If there's a guy listening who hasn't figured out how to get what he wants, you just wait till Christmas and you wrap it up, and that's your gift to your spouse or your partner, and that way you still get what you want and you also give them a gift. It works every time. <laughs> and the last word I would say is just goofy. He is able to make people laugh by just doing silly things or saying silly things, and that's actually one of the things that our son Grayson has inherited. He is the goofiest little 20 month old that you've seen. And he definitely gets that from his dad. I would agree. So Grayson has two sides to him. And I guess this will be a good start for me to throw out my three words. Cause Grayson has the goofy side, which guilty. He gets that from me, but he also has a very sweet and compassionate side. And that is what he gets from Kate. So my first word to describe Kate, I would say compassionate. And when I relate it to Grayson, our son, it's because anytime you hand Grayson a stuffed animal, he hugs it. And anything else you hand him, he will probably throw it. <laughs> for example, so we I went out, got these cool New Year's hats for tonight because it is New Year's Eve. Um, and so I got these New Year's hats and I thought he would love them. They're shiny, they're metallic, handed him one and he immediately just threw it. But you pick up any stuffed animal, uh, whether it's his own stuffed animal or it's on a shelf at Walmart, and he will immediately hug it and become best friends with it. <laughs> so he has a very compassionate side in that he gets from Kate. Um, he's also very friendly, and he gets that from Kate as well. So if you're a stranger, he won't look twice at you and judge. He will immediately embrace you and want to become your friend. And Kate is that way. I am outgoing when I go out and about, but Kate's always friendly. I take Kate to different events that, that I go to for work, or we have season tickets for UNI basketball games. So when we go to a UNI basketball game, I'll introduce her to, to some other people that sit around us that she may not have met before. And she's always very friendly. She will always have a conversation with them, even if they are a stranger to her. So compassionate, friendly. And the most cliche one, but I have to say it because it's true, is she's beautiful, and I wouldn't have picked to marry her if she wasn't beautiful. Well, I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess sort of. <laughs> yeah, she has great other traits too, but beautiful is a big one that helps a you lot. You might need to do another one just to <laughs> So maybe I should throw a fourth word in there. Uh, the fourth word would be caring. She's very caring then. She always takes care of me, even when I have a man cold, <laughs> she'll put up with my drama and make sure that I get better. So she's very caring as well. That's what makes her a good mom. Um, and that, that kind of takes us to the next topic we want to talk about, though, and that is our dog, Max. Max is a miniature Labradoodle, and do you remember the day... That I brought Max home because one of the reasons I brought Max home is because I knew you would be a good mom 
And I knew it would be a good way for us to kind of start slow on, you know, parenting, quote, unquote. Um, But do you remember the day that I brought Max home? I do. I had just gone through my first day of school. So you can imagine that your first day of school after being off all summer is a little bit exhausting. And then Adam shows up at home with this little puppy in his car. And it was for an anniversary gift. So it was very nice, but it was exhausting. The first couple nights we, we rarely slept. But you wanted a dog because we had a lot of conversations about whether or not we were going to get a dog before I got Max. Yeah, I've always wanted a dog, and I'm really glad that we do have a dog. It was just the timing of it because I had been off all summer, and we waited until the first day of school to get the dog. So it was a little interesting how you waited until, you know, August to get the dog, but we survived. Dogs can be very hard to come by. So when you see an opportunity, sometimes you have to strike. And the mini Labradoodles, Kate didn't want a big dog, but she didn't necessarily want the smallest dog in the world either. So the mini Labradoodle was kind of perfect. It was kind of right in the middle of big dog, but a small dog. But they also don't shed very much. So then you don't really have to clean up hair all the time. So Max kind of worked out great, but it kind of led us into parenthood because like we see with our son Grayson all the time that this whole figuring out when to sleep deal (laughs) comes into play. But we kind of had some practice with Max because we had plenty of sleepless nights without Max and plenty of nights waking up in the middle of the night. And that kind of helped, but it was exhausting too. So having a puppy is truly like having a newborn. And um, when we think about the ways that they, it is alike, obviously sleep. And then also like how they eat everything that they're not supposed to. Do you remember all of the things that Max got into when he was little? Max was terrible because I don't know if it was just the breed or if it's just Max himself, but Anything Max would eat that wasn't his normal food would give him a terrible upset stomach. (laughs) And I mean, the works. He would throw up in the night and then he would have diarrhea during the day. And we were both working. So we would be at work and I would come home from my lunch break to check on Max. And it's like, I don't even know (laughs) how he survived in that kennel with what he would do in there. It was that bad. And there was a point where we actually called the vet because we thought something was wrong with him. So we called the vet and I was in a little bit of a panic because I remember telling the vet, like, he just can't stop pooping and it's (laughs) everywhere and it's not normal. And do you remember that? Because, I mean, you were panicked too. Yeah. And then I think I had to... Three years later, then a baby's doing the same exact thing. Is he supposed to be pooping everywhere? There's a a lot of questions that you go through that you don't know the answer to. And then it's kind of funny when you learn the answer. And I think, you know, we kind of related Max to Grayson a little bit. Now, a dog and a human, two different things, two different worlds, of course, but it was kind of funny that we knew when Max would have an upset stomach that, 
okay, let's try to figure out some solid foods for him to eat so he can kind of get over this. And Grayson would kind of go through the same thing. So it kind of helped us learn what we needed to do in order to to parent a child by having the dog. But yeah, that, that was all kind of funny. But there are some good parts about Max being a puppy too that we were able to kind of take away and we can relate to Grayson, such as when we taught him the tricks. You remember teaching Max all those tricks? Yeah, and how proud you get when he learns something new. And that's just like when you're a parent to a human baby too, whenever they roll over for the first time or smile for the first time. I mean, it's Max was truly just like a baby because we were so proud of him when all of that happened. And I feel like it was really cool that we got to experience that all through having a dog as our fur baby first. And then he's still around when we're experiencing that again with a human baby. Yeah. And I I think that, you know, it's kind of funny because even with a dog, it kind of feels like Max has some of our personalities too. Everybody (laughs) always says like your dog is a reflection of who you are. And I feel like Max kind of has that too. Cause Max is, so good with Grayson. Even when Grayson was an infant and we brought him home for the first time, we have a picture of them laying on our bed together and Max is cuddled up next to next to baby Grayson. But then Max also has this extremely goofy side <laughs> where we call it crazy eyes, where he gets so excited he just can't control himself and he's flailing all over the place and running around. So it is kind of funny how you can relate a dog to a human as you raise them as well. And he kind of picks up on, on some of your traits. So we love Max a lot, but he was practice, which led us into deciding to have our own child. And that, that is Grayson who we keep referring to. And Grayson is the light of our lives. He's our firstborn son. He's our only child as of now. And, um, He's a little over a year and a half old. How many months is he? He just turned 20 months. 20 months old. And uh, learns new things every day. Constantly learning new things. And we'll get into plenty of more stories about Grayson and kind of tell you some some funny stories that we've ran into as we've kind of learned to parent him, um, but also some more serious things that we've ran into that you should be aware of um, as parents as well. But I guess we wanted to bring Grayson up because he's kind of the reason for this podcast. And that's why we call it the gray area. So we kind of have a play on words because we call our son gray. Um, His name's Grayson. We call him gray for short. And then the gray area kind of talks about our unique style of parenting. We're kind of unconventional parents. Um, and I guess everybody's kind of unconventional parents that now that we're in a pandemic because you do things a little bit different than you normally would. Um, but I think our style of parenting is unique and we have some some fun stories and, and experiences that we're going to love bringing to you over our next several episodes. So how many, what do you think we're going to do for episodes? you think we're going to do every other week? Uh, yeah. So... We'll you know, see if we can think of enough to. I we got plenty talk to talk about. about. Plenty. Of, we you talked, always have things to talk about. We said this first podcast would probably be 
10 minutes long and we're pushing 20 minutes already so i think we can talk on it. but we're also drinking champagne because it's new year's <laughs> eve so we got to keep ourselves up till midnight so but thank you all for listening to this first episode of the gray area we will be back with more episodes as we move into 2021 and i'll see you next time thanks for listening